Welcome to Straight from the CPA's Mouth, your connection to the Heshi CPA Knowledge Center, Alberta CPAs, and business professionals. This podcast, presented by the CPA Education Foundation, features Alberta chartered professional accountants and others sharing their expertise and insights on a wide range of topics. Tune in regularly for eye-opening looks on leadership, business, education, and many issues of the day, straight from the CPA's mouth. Before we begin, in honour of the 94 calls to action put forth by the Truth and Reconciliation Commission of Canada, we'd like to acknowledge that CPA Education Foundation offices are situated on the traditional Treaty 6 and Treaty 7 territories. The Foundation acknowledges that we reside on traditional and ancestral territories of many Indigenous, First Nations, Métis and Inuit peoples. Their histories and culture influence our community to this day. The CPA Education Foundation is committed to helping build a province where Indigenous peoples and their voices and experiences are heard, valued, respected, and celebrated. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Straight from the CPA's Mouth. My name is Kira Kisveller. I'm from the CPA Alberta Member Engagement Team, and I'll be your host for this episode. Automation can be an anxiety-inducing topic. At worst, it makes me want to lock myself in a room with the blinds closed, worried I'm about to be replaced by a younger, cooler, robot version of myself. At best, however, I feel inspired by the ways in which automation makes my life and work easier, allowing me to forget about mundane tasks like bill payments and instead spend time on activities that add value to my life. From a business perspective, automation is part of our digital future, but that doesn't mean leaders aren't scared too. To shed a little light on this subject is Rachel Lee, CPA, CA. Rachel is a manager consulting at PwC. Since becoming a CPA, Rachel has managed a variety of projects, including automation of audit processes, digitization of financial reporting and data processing, as well as data analytics around operations, revenue, and financial performance. Rachel currently focuses on digital transformation efforts at PwC, transforming organizations and finding unique integration opportunities. I'm excited to introduce her and get us all some answers. It's time to hear it straight from the CPA's mouth. Rachel, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Kira. It's a pleasure to speak to you about such an exciting topic. All right, Rachel, please be honest. Is a robot going to take my job, yes or no? This is such a classic question, so I'm going to give you a classic answer and say that it all depends. Um, I personally think that it all depends on how you define your job. So, like, do you think that your job is just a list of tasks that you need to perform every day, like maybe running a specific report or doing repetitive data entry with no thinking? Or is your job more of like a career where you have responsibilities and goals with opportunities for progress and growth? If it's the former, then then yeah, your job will probably be changing as um, times progress and technology progresses. But if you think if you're thinking of your career, then no, I think everyone is free to grow with technology. Um, your job may transform, but probably for the better. So I always say that you know, let's think back to the days when being an accountant meant you know shifting through till papers with calculators, with boxes of file cabinets, and a lot of papers. I mean, do we still suffocate under mountains of paper? No. But did the careers of CPs disappear? Well, no, it did not. So I think technology allows us to focus on more important things, make things more efficient. And personally, I'm so glad that technology constantly transforms my role as a CPA because I don't want to do the boring jobs that a computer can do. That is a huge relief. Uh, Rachel, how do accountants define automation? What What is and isn't automation? And are automation and digital transformation the same thing? 
I think the terms of automation and digital transformation are often used interchangeably, but they are fundamentally different things. Um, automation is an application of technology to make processes automatic, so i.e. like make things run with minimal to no human interruption. Automation workflows um, actually puts the data through the logic designed within its workflow, and the work tasks are automatically triggered and routed between people, technology, and data. This makes things faster, more efficient, and automation workflows always output expected results with increased accuracy and transparency because you reduce the risk of human interruption and human error. Digital transformation, on the other hand, is a lot more comprehensive in that it's a practice of using technology to change your business for the better, to unlock new values, opportunities, experiences, innovation, you know, efficiencies. So automation is a subset of the many ways in which an organization pursues digital transformation efforts. I like to think of digital transformation as more of like a visionary, high-impact movement within an organization because it has the potential to fundamentally change all areas of the business from your culture to your operations and the value you generate as a company. So true digital transformation is a radical way of rethinking, of utilizing technology, people, and processes. And it's enabled by things like automation, integration, implementation, analytics, etc. So it's a huge field and it encompasses many hot topics and technologies. So automation is just a smaller portion of digital transformation, which is such a broad concept. Yeah. How did you first learn about digital transformation? What was your initial response? So I actually started my career in assurance or audit. So utilizing tools like Excel, you know, familiarizing myself with ERP systems, working closely with business processes as well as new system implementations was actually a natural and integral part of the job. But what really kicked off my deep dive into digital transformation was when I made a conscious effort to further my education in the field of data analytics, automation, AI, ML, etc. And the reason why I kind of personally pursued this on the side was because I realized that the world was changing very quickly and that this movement to transform would impact me and everyone and all the businesses significantly. It was very clear to me that it was a matter of when and how, but not a matter of if. So I wanted to be kind of at the forefront of the movement rather than lagging behind. So I started dabbling on side projects and courses to further my knowledge in the field. And then right around the same time, PwC launched an internal upskilling initiative called the Digital Accelerator Program, where a select few individuals got to be part of a cohort to kind of further their education and have um, you know interesting projects related to this field. And so I kind of jumped on, jumped on this opportunity because it perfectly aligned with my interests. And I'm very glad that I took the chance to kind of marry my knowledge as a CPA with the knowledge about digital transformation because it allowed me to have new and different insights and it broadened my horizons beyond the traditional scope of accounting. It sounds like your early open-mindedness and enthusiasm for these concepts allowed you to be an early adopter, which has also allowed you to become a leader in this field. How would you say that your attitude has changed over time? Um, well, my attitude towards digital transformation hasn't really changed, to be quite honest. The topic continues to excite me and inspire me, and the constant changes and the innovations in the field always puts me in awe. I always love to see um, the change and the continual growth and improvement, so I would say that I still enjoy all the new insights and the challenges that digital transformation brings to the table. I guess that's the exciting part about being on the cutting edge of something is that you always have something new coming your way. How has digital transformation changed your job? 
Digital transformation has actually completely changed my job for the better. Uh, it has actually allowed me to save time from doing mundane, repetitive tasks and working on things that are more challenging and exciting. Um, it allows me to have a unique and insightful lens when assessing problems or business processes, and it allows me to deliver value to my clients beyond the traditional scope of accounting. So it's kind of changed the way I think about data, and it's allowed me to see new opportunities. Let me give you a tangible example of this. Like I started my career in assurance, like I mentioned earlier, and over the last seven years, how we conduct a financial statement audits have completely changed thanks to digital transformation. Like in the past, when you first started and joined a firm, a large part of the job was like manual work, like vouching, shifting through journal entries, you know, perhaps being buried in mountains of paper and file cabinets. But now, like our audits are completely different and way smarter. Like we use data extraction tools to scrub raw data from the cloud. ERP system, and then we use automation workflows to auto reconcile. Like we use things like optical um, character recognition or OCR softwares to eliminate manual vouching. We focus our time on data cleansing and data processing to really understand the financial data of our clients, and we use data analytics to better understand risks, pick smarter samples, and identify gaps. So oftentimes, like through such analytics, we actually end up providing insights to our clients beyond the traditional scope of accounting and audits, and we're truly able to understand the business and lead um, compelling conversations and uncover insights about the business that would normally be buried under mountains of data. So new employee in the audit practice today will no longer spend most of their time vouching and doing manual work. Instead, they'll get to kind of jump the steps and start working on more advanced opportunities and focus their time on tackling meaningful problems and projects. This is the same for like CPAs and industries as well. Like many analysts are able to save time um, that they spend on manually running and manipulating reports or data entry, etc. So I had a client um, actually that would spend about two weeks every quarter just to put together the graphs and data points for their quarterly reports. And by using digital transformation, I was able to put, build an automation workflow and data analytic dashboards that would generate the same insights within a matter of two seconds. So now she can use the two weeks to, and invest them to do bigger and better projects and backlogged initiatives that she wanted to work on. So in many ways, digital transformation has changed my job and the jobs of my clients for the better. Wow, it's amazing what a transformation that really has resulted in. And it's clear that you're obviously a huge advocate for digital transformation and automation as a subsector of that, but not everyone is. A sentiment I've heard from our members is that some business leaders can be skeptical towards automation initiatives. They might be resistant to learning new processes and the investment of time, human, and financial resources they require. Is this attitude widespread? Uh, absolutely. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's very unfortunate that it is. I, I think it's more common along the small to medium-sized businesses because those types of businesses tend to have smaller wiggle room for extra investments. And I completely understand where they're coming from as well, right? It's like daunting to tackle this buzzword called digital transformation. I mean, where do you even start? Like, do you upgrade your ERP system? Like, do you upscale everybody at your company? Do you increase your IT staff or completely rehaul your operational processes? Like, we don't know what the right answer is right off the bat. And I completely get the limited resource part as well. Like, maybe your business has many different areas and dire need for an upgrade, but your cash flow is absolutely limited. Or maybe everything seems to be working fine as is, so you're not sure which parts need to be changed first, if at all. So finding the starting point and road mapping um, the transformation journey can be a challenge for many people. 
I totally get that. Like you were saying, digital transformation is a transformation of everything. And so it can feel really overwhelming for sure. Are there, beyond just the attitude piece or not knowing where to start, are there other common roadblocks to automation initiatives? Yeah, so like we mentioned earlier, a cash investment can be a huge roadblock because people automatically think that, you know, transformation initiatives require a huge cost budget and fancy tech purchases and hiring a whole bunch of additional people. Digital transformation doesn't always have to be expensive, but this seems to be the stereotype for many people, and that causes many people to shy away from it. Also, like if your margins are slim and, and there are more urgent needs, it's very easy for transformation to be put on the back burner because, you know, maybe you think that things are running fine as is. So there is definitely this myth that I would like to bust that digital transformation needs to be, you know, needs to be costly and expensive. I like to think that digital transformation can actually end up having a huge ROI in the long run, especially if it's scaled right. So not all solutions need to be expensive and the benefit of the solutions can be larger than you think. There's also like many other roadblocks to the change as well, like aside from cash investment required. So smaller to medium-sized businesses typically run with smaller teams. So every resource is already very busy with their day-to-day responsibilities. So your teams might be spread thin and your teams also might have long tenures. So they've been in the position for a long time and they know how to do things and they've been doing it the same way for many years. So many times like these recipients to digital transformation efforts are absolutely resistant to it. And and so if your if your employees and your teams are absolutely resistant to change, then throwing money into new upgrades or pushing new courses might be useless in such situations um, because your team is just not ready to absorb the information. Totally. Like you mentioned earlier, there is often a situation where businesses feel like everything is going fine and they don't necessarily know how to take on that outside perspective to see how things could improve. Do you have any tips? Are there any ways that businesses can fight this pull of the status quo? This is why we often describe digital transformation as more than just a simple process improvement or tech purchase, but rather it's meant to be a cultural shift as well. So I really like to think of it as like a mindset change and a cultural movement that fundamentally changes your business if it's done right. Um, I've seen many companies push like new ERP systems and implementations capable of rehauling everything from client interactions to internal reporting. So at the onset, like it's very exciting to see the new possibilities um, and, you know, to kind of get your hands into the new toy, right? But a year later, I come back to the same company and I find that teams have gone out of their way to repeat their old processes using the new tools. So for example, this team that had implemented a new ERP system was going out of their way to kind of generate the new reports and the new ERP system and then manipulating the report to make it look like the old report from their old system. (laughs) And then they just continued on doing their own tasks like they always had um, many years before. So the new ERP system implementation was a complete waste of time and money for this company because old inefficiencies were being repeated just with like newer colors and perhaps with even more workarounds. So before leaders kind of pursue business transformation, they need to be clear on their understanding of their current status quo. And I don't mean that in just like, you know, their need for their customers or their internal process inefficiencies, but they also need to understand their internal culture as well. They need to understand like what they already have and what they're ready for and what their long vision is. And then they need to understand their vision and what they're willing to commit and really clearly communicate all of that to their employees. 
through this process, they need to onboard their teams to kind of make uh, make them see the leadership's vision and get them to buy into the new movement as well. Change can be like pulling teeth for many people, especially if they are busy and spread thin. So the goal and the push needs to be very clear and impactful and the buy-in and the culture is very important so that you can create an environment where people can comfortably explore the opportunities of digital transformation. The ideal state to get to this cultural and mindset shift happens to get that to happen at your company so that your teams can organically embrace digital transformation and even create citizen-led solutions to improve their own careers naturally. Once you can kind of get to that state, then your organizational efforts towards transformation kind of snowballs because teams will drive the transformation themselves. So at PwC, we kind of call this a digital enablement process, where we kind of help teams onboard their staff to and inspire cultural change through training and creating a sandbox environment to become familiar with transformational thinking. A lot of people are daunted by new tools or this unknown black hole concept of digital transformation, and I completely get that. So when you actually kind of help teams create and give them the opportunity to educate people and help them explore, then teams really start to kind of buy into the concept concept of transformational journey. And when done right, creating digital assets and new ways of working will just become a natural part of their careers. And you really start to see the organic change within your company. It sounds like broadly, you need to not just implement new systems for the sake of implementing new systems or because it's something you think you should do. Like there should be a clear business focused why behind all of it too. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Rachel, changing tax a little bit here, you obviously are a huge proponent of digital transformation and the benefits that it can bring to businesses and to their clients. Looking at from the other side, what are some of the risks of automation in business? If we're talking specifically about automation, you know, I can list off a few risks about it. Um, One of the biggest risks stemming from it is poor planning and poor design. So automation is meant to maximize efficiency and minimize human input. But just because you can automate something, it doesn't mean that you always should. Automation works best on tasks that require low level of cognitive ability. So that means it's possible to overcomplicate things if you just start automating tasks for the sake of automating it. In these situations, you end up with an automation misfit where automation ends up becoming a hindrance to the overall process rather than a benefit. So if you don't fully understand the use cases, stakeholder needs, or how the automation will kind of help optimize the overall process, then you end up missing the initial objective. And this could result in more work or even worse, lead you to make the wrong business decisions. I've had instances where processes were overcomplicated due to automation or even situations where automation was applied incorrectly. So if the user doesn't continue to understand how data is being processed, the risk of taking outputs at face value without understanding the underlying concepts could be severe. There's also the risk of automation complacency. So automation runs exactly as you design it, which makes it very reliable. However, blindly trusting this automation can lead you to automation complacency where we continue to trust that it will output the desired results not the results that it was actually programmed to output. So say something changes in the data set, for example, or something in the input changes, or a user output requirement has changed. If we blindly continue to run the old automation workflows without considering how data has changed and how data is being processed, then the automation outputs will be unintended or erroneous um, at worst. So many end users may not even be aware that these outputs are erroneous, and that's a a, um, combination for a huge catastrophe. So it's very important 
important to kind of understand the big picture of digital transformation um, when you're using automation. And it's always good to ask, like, what am I trying to achieve and how am I trying to optimize the process? And is the automation the right solution to your vision or is it only just a small relevant part of the overall picture? Too often I find that we get too excited at new cool ways of doing things and we miss kind of the forest for the trees. And it's always prudent to understand the bigger picture and reflect back on the true objective. So it sounds like there are definitely some risks to moving too quickly when it comes to automation. It's important to be measured and thoughtful and think about the mission and the why behind your implementation of automation. But what are some of the risks of not implementing automation initiatives? Um, I guess I should start by reiterating that I don't think automation is an absolutely required thing for every role or every company. So it's possible to have successful business transformation efforts without the use of automation. Like, for example, maybe your IT infrastructure and systems already meet all your end user needs straight out of the box. And that's especially might be the case if your operations are smaller or less complex. Or maybe um, you are better suited for using more advanced technologies like AIML, and that's a better fit. So automation may not be the jack of all trades for your company. But in any case, automation is optimized and freeing up resources by taking away the manual, repetitive, and mundane tasks. So by choosing not to automate, you might end up with valuable resources wasting all of their time doing manual tasks in an inefficient manner. Um, especially if your automation can be scaled, the small investment um, to kind of set up the automation workflow might have huge ROIs in the long run. And what about the risks of not implementing digital transformation initiatives, knowing that that's an even bigger picture initiative? Yeah, um, I personally believe that companies cannot survive without, you know, digital transformation. Um, there's a quote that I always used to like put into my presentations when introducing the digital transformation journey. And the quote goes, um, unless companies become obsessed with con- constant change for the better, the gradual change for the worse usually goes unnoticed. And I think this is uh, this change has only become, you know, exponentially impactful with technological advancements. Constantly, businesses are striving to produce more outputs with reduced inputs each year. We want to kind of simplify operations, do more with less resources, and we cater to the better um, or the ever-changing market environments. And the and the markets are constantly asking us to, you know, kind of adapt to their needs with increased agility and grace. This cold change towards like wanting to increase efficiency and continue to recruit and maintain good people and pursue necessary goals and long vision, all of this is enabled by digital transformation and it allows you to reach your goals more efficiently. So I guess if you take the opposite of that, then that will be your risks of not implementing digital transformation. Without transformation, you're kind of struggling to get through processes riddled with inefficiencies. And if you continue to kind of repeat the past without any change, then how can you really expect the results to be any different in the future? Margin growth will be difficult and team members will not have the time to kind of grow and pursue other initiatives. And additional projects will continue to pile up in the backlog. Teams will also be less motivated because majority of their time is spent doing mundane and manual work. So it's not just about internal and operational strategic impacts either. Consumer and market trends are also demanding that digital transformation happen at the company level as well. Like omni-channel strategy enabled by technology is the market norm for retail industry these days. Industry 4.0 is a key manufacturing, is, is one of the key things that manufacturing companies need to look at. You know, many companies are actively looking to integrate IoT and metaverse into their future plans. So the list goes kind of on and on, and, and it's virtually impossible to stay competitive in the market without digital transformation. 
Definitely. I can see why with such significant downsides to not implementing these initiatives, I can see why you're such a proponent of these initiatives. Given that you're an expert in this field, Rachel, what do you think more people should know about automation and digital transformation? Are there any common misconceptions you'd like to correct? I think there are many misconceptions about automation. In fact, you know, we talked about a few of them already in this podcast. Lots of people think that automation will take our jobs away, which simply isn't true. Um, Many people also think that automation needs to be costly to set up, which also isn't true. Nowadays, there are a lot of, you know, a lot of over-the-shelf softwares and solutions that teams can use to deploy automation without, you know, the big budget of larger corporations. And like another common misconception is that automation is something that you can kind of set up once and forget about it. So, or that it's something that you can solve all of your problems. So as I mentioned earlier, um, if you don't understand the process and kind of, you know, keep that goal in mind, then it will not give you the results that you want. And it cannot fix fundamental issues in your overall process. So if your company um, has fundamental issues with data integrity, data governance, infrastructure, et cetera, like you can't expect automation to magically fix these things because these are problems that are more pervasive and require a bigger uplift at the root level. Furthermore, as a user, you always need to be aware of how your data is flowing and and be ready to tweak it from time to time. So it's not uh, set up one time and then kind of forget about it. The other thing that I see a lot of people confuse is, you know, people confuse automation like robotic process automation or RPAs with intelligent automation or IA. So many people think that automation equals artificial intelligence, for example, but it's actually not. Um, AI is smart and for the lack of a better word, and it's kind of advanced technology. And automation will, you know, execute instructions and logic based on the rules designed and dictated by the workflow. AI, on the other hand, it's can actually determine its own pathways and based on the broad rules and the models that you kind of set out as a user. So AI is intelligent, meaning that it can draw conclusions, make predictions, and make inferences. And AI is therefore obviously more advanced and typically more expensive and comprehensive than your typical you know, automation workflow. It sounds like a lot of the misconceptions center around the investment required to take on automation initiatives, and then also just where automation fits in into the wider world of digital transformation, confusing it with things like AI. Why do you think these misconceptions persist? I think it's partly due to the fact that, you know, many people do not know these concepts in depth. We hear about these terms, you know, they're constantly thrown around in media, conferences, meetings, etc. So people often have like a general awareness that these concepts exist and make assumptions at face value. A little bit of in-depth research into the field can easily clear up the nuances and subsectors of these concepts. The industry of digital transformation is very diverse and complex, but you know, having a general understanding of the bigger topics, umbrellas, etc., can be very helpful in making informed decisions. Like if you understand what's out there, what the future is capable of, then you start to marry that with your current business needs, and and you may be surprised uh, that there are many different accessible solutions out there, and more than you think. So, like I mentioned earlier, not all of the solutions within digital transformation needs to be expensive and not all of them need to be applied to your company as well. And it doesn't have to be a daunting, huge project. Definitely. I think that going back to what we were talking about right at the beginning of the podcast, having an open-mindedness like you did at the beginning of your career is going to be one of the greatest assets for folks as our relationship with digital transformation continues to grow. Speaking of that eye to the future, how do you see our relationship with digital transformation changing in the next two years? Or what about the next 10? I think that digital transformation will only continue to exponentially grow in the future, compounding and building on the transformation efforts of each of the previous years. 
And I think that only time will tell where this exponential growth will take us eventually. Most businesses will need to adopt some sort of digital transformation efforts to stay relevant, and some will become more successful than others by realizing the fruits of this labor. Think back to the last few years, right? Um, thanks to the pandemic, a lot of the businesses went through an, a very unfortunate test of time where businesses were essentially tested on their digital readiness and their ability to become agile. We saw companies that were already digitally enabled um, and companies uh, that were already ready to kind of adopt. And then we also saw companies that were scrambling last minute because they thought that digital transformation was something that was not relevant for them. Businesses that were kind of ready with relevant omni-channel technologies, you know, infrastructure ready to support digital connections, et cetera, were all able to adapt and survive. Unfortunately, other companies that were complacent with status quo kind of thinking that, you know, this wasn't relevant, they didn't make it through the pandemic and the economic downturn. So digital transformation will likely accelerate and become a necessity for businesses to stay relevant in the markets. I also think that we will have more tech breakthroughs that will completely disrupt the industry and change the hot topics in the future. I mean, the last past few years, like a lot of companies have been focusing on things like, you know, cloud technology, industry 4.0, IoT, et cetera. In the near future, I think we'll see more widespread adoption of some of the newer trends or some of the trends that are in development right now, like blockchain technology, metaverse and artificial general intelligence. In fact, I'm actually super excited to see where the developments in AGI goes and robotics goes in, in particular and how the market leaders in this field will kind of innovate. I think this is on top of mind because I was actually watching Tesla's AI Day presentations the other day and just the untapped potential of application and the possibilities of AGI is just absolutely incredible. So I'm certain that, you know, new technologies will pop up in the future that we don't even know about today and it will always like continue to surprise us and it will likely be a completely different world than the world that we are in today. Along with that, I also think that, you know, we'll continue to have a big focus on security and privacy and data governance on the side as well. So with the increased reliance on data and technology and the way our information has changed and the way we kind of manage our data, the way we protect our information and our companies has also radically changed as well. So as innovation grows, the risk of management and the risk of data management will also grow hand in hand. So to accommodate that, you know, we'll probably see very interesting developments in that field as well. I think that it sounds like having a curiosity and explorer mindset today is one of the most valuable things that folks can curate for themselves in order to be ready for these changes that are coming up. Because like you said, it's impossible to tell where this exponential growth is going to take us. What can CPAs and non-CPAs do today in order to stay ahead of some of these changes? Yeah, exactly like you said, have an open mindset. The area of digital transformation is just so diverse and so complex that even like the industry experts in the niche subsector fields are constantly studying and innovating. So I think it's unrealistic and unnecessary for everyone to kind of stay and stay ahead of all of these changes and innovations. Instead, I think it's just more important to keep our eyes and minds open to new advancements. And this goes for accountants and non-accountants alike. You know, you know, just read up on new advancements and market trends, you know, scan through these new innovations. And when you're given an opportunity to learn and apply such innovations, you know, take that opportunity. Don't react with skepticism and fear and, you know, resentment for change. Um, you know, actually embrace that change and, and kind of have fun with it. I think if you learn to enjoy trying new things, like enjoy learning new tools and just have fun trying to, you know, apply new innovation, then you will already be heaps ahead of most people um, in the continual wave of digital transformation. 
Thank you so much, Rachel, for joining me today and for sharing so much insight about the wide world of automation and the even broader world of digital transformation. I hope our listeners take time to reflect on their own relationships to this broad concept. If nothing else, today you've made me feel a lot more confident in my use of automation at work. Thanks so much. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Straight from the CPA's Mouth. This episode featured Rachel Lee, CPA, CA, and was hosted by me, a real live human being, Kira Kisveller. Special thanks to the team at the CPA Education Foundation. If you like what you're hearing, have ideas for future episodes, or have any feedback you'd like to share, please email us at knowledgecenter at cpaalberta.ca or leave a comment on our social media. We'd love to hear from you. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Straight from the CPA's Mouth is produced by the CPA Education Foundation, the charitable arm of the CPA profession in Alberta. This podcast is made possible by Brian Heshey, FCPA, FCA. Thanks to Brian's generous donation, the foundation created the Heshey CPA Knowledge Center, a virtual hub of resources for all Albertans. Find out more about the foundation and the Knowledge Center at cpaalberta.ca slash foundation.